I think after quarantine's over, we're all going to be alcoholics with like really bad haircuts and pale as shit. Oh, the haircuts. You see this thing? Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, I just took the razors and. Oh, yeah, you did number nice. two. job. Yeah, I just did a number two all over. The one I saw, though, I think it was yesterday that I loved was like, once this happens or finishes and the bars reopen, we're all going to be like, what is this weak ass pour? Because we've been pouring our own heavy drinks for like <laughs> forever. Uh, I'm telling you, coming out of this, everyone's going to have like scurvy and ri- rickets. That's, <laughs> that's what everyone's going to have. Hey, I'm not going to have scurvy. I drink, I eat lots of cuties. That's like, the, that's like the primary fruit in my house. <laughs> I know that's hey, fruit's important. Make sure you eat your fruit, uh, boys and girls. We have plenty of orange juice and tampico in my house. We're good. Tampico, <laughs> orange juice and vodka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't say what I put in the orange juice. It is still orange juice. Everybody's avoiding scurvy because they have orange juice as a mixer. <laughs> that's right. It's just the rickets you got to worry about. Uh, welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast. Um, that's our old-timey uh, medical introduction. You're going to get uh, scurvy and rickets. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic, not a doctor. No, Damn it. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today. I'm Jeff, here with David. Hey! And Phil. Hey, everybody. Uh, what are we talking about today? <sighs> Longest title ever. For the world is hollow, and I have touched the sky... Uh, <laughs> TOS season three, episode eight, original air date November eighth, nineteen sixty eight. Um, they say the name of the show in the show. They they do that a lot <laughs> in these ones, like in this one, and then they set it in something else. But who they, was the one that who was the one that said it? The creepy old man that died. Yep. I'm sorry. Okay. Which, yeah, he quoted something. He's like looking up at the sky, like. Eh. Speaking of which, opening the kill tracker. But yes, please. So I'm ready. Get it primed so and ready, ready, please. <laughs> I know, because we had nothing last time with all the, the Klingons. Not no died there. Been slacking. They're slacking. A lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. Um, a quick, uh, I guess, checkup. We're still in what day 600 of quarantine. How are we, how's everybody doing, Phil? How you doing, Phil? Oh no, I'm not here. <laughs> Present. <laughs> That's present dave are you still hanging in there you little alcoholic for the, for the second for the second week in a row i almost forgot it was monday and we were recording so hey <laughs> well you watch the episodes right um yeah i finished up let's see it's it's 20 minutes past the hour i finished up uh, 21 and a half minutes ago <laughs> more power to you sir Okay, 2020 yeah. is a unique year in that uh, we had 29 days in February. We have about 60 in April, and I think May is going to last about two years. So, <laughs> my birthday's coming up. You know what my my birthday plan is? I'm sitting on my house. couch, yeah. virtual stripper. Dude, mine's Wednesday. <laughs> I got two more days. Oh, it's got to be a strip club somewhere doing a video feed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just porn? And the porn Yeah, no, I'm good. I I'm just gonna lay sad on my my couch and pretend like I have social interaction. Are you gonna finish Voyager for your birthday? Did I finish Voyager a couple you weeks ago? Voyager weeks ago. Oh shit! <laughs> Does no one pay attention to me? I paid no. attention. Thank you, Phil, and that's why Phil is my best friend on this show. I paid right. attention. I knew you were watching Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, <laughs> fine. Okay. Um, as of, uh, so this might be a little dated. I know as of right now, STLV is still happening. Um, 
and that's depending on cross your fingers, cross your fingers. Whoever's fucking the, running the state, the, the crazy governor of Nevada. Yeah, yeah. She's so nuts. She's on the Trump train. Well, well. Um, so because I mean, and I was texting you guys about this. Is that basically a lot of conventions are waiting for that? Because um, if they just outright cancel themselves, they lose a shit ton of money. Yeah. But if they wait for the like quote unquote act of God clause, then they're like they're out of it. So then they save some money. So I think that's you know because if the state's on lockdown, they can't go ahead with it. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in the boat. Like I know people have said like, oh well, if they still have it, I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't feel safe. But like, what if they have to have it just to save the money and no one shows up? Then they're out even more money. Like, so I kind of want to support them. I don't um, know. I, they're more torn. than happy to still sell tickets, which is kind of baffling right now. <laughs> I was like, I think they're still operating as if it's going to happen, which I think I don't know what have, else. They I guess can they have do. to. I don't know. I have yeah. a feeling that not a lot of people are buying tickets, so they don't really need to take them down. Because <laughs> I yeah. very much doubt people are rushing to buy tickets for it at the moment. Right. If well, they are, I don't know. If, if the mayor of it, Las Vegas has her way, the whole damn place will be open by next week. So, well, know. yes, but anybody buying tickets now would be a fool. <laughs> you wait and see, and then when it opens up, you grab them. Right. Well, think how clean everything is. I'm sure they wiped it all down. Like you could go put your mouth on a slot machine, and you probably you probably won't won't get an STI. <laughs> Might probably <laughs> probably not. You'd be gambling the, twice. The odds of catching <laughs> something go down to like sixty percent instead of ninety nine point nine. Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> Playing roulette and Russian roulette. That's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's talk about an episode because we got we got things to do. Because we Actually, got gold to talk about, guys. Gold. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. 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 gold and then uh, okay. So, <laughs> um. Phil, what's your what's your prelim thoughts on this one? Any any anything? It sucked. <laughs> oh right, David. <laughs> it's a it's a ship. It's an asteroid. It's an asteroid. It's a ship. It was a bunch of bullshit. It was so bad. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, it was okay. I, I, I really want to like season three, and it's let me down. I don't know. As soon as the chick went into the the special room and started talking to the imaginary voices. I was like, oh, that's a computer voice. Are we going to talk it to death? What's going to happen? Mysterious back room. What's going on? Come you mean on. James Doohan? It was voiced by James Doohan. Really? It was. That is awesome. It and to give them props, once again, he did not talk a computer to death. It's like they realized they overused that. Oh, it was so close, though. I thought, it was, I thought for sure that's where we were going. I, I thought they realized so. that. They edged up right against it and was like, yeah, never mind. Nope, we're going to make him an oven. Bake everybody at 195 for about 20 minutes. Let me get to go. It's a lot of edge play. Nice and crispy uh, on the outside. Tender. Oh, uh, I had a feeling. Mm. Oh, sorry. Speaking of edge play, um, this is actually a good segue. Sorry, but we'll we'll get back to the episode. I, I promise. Sure I like where you're going with this. <laughs> that's, that's what she said. Um, no, there's a, okay. I promise. I have a point. Um, Sort of. Anyways, there's a documentary on Netflix right now called Circus of Books. Um, and it... What are you doing? <laughs> I, okay. Anyways. There, okay, there's a documentary on Netflix called Circus of Books right now. Um, and it just came out. And it's actually about this uh, bookstore in West Hollywood that came up like in the like 70s, 80s. And it was actually um, the front was like a normal bookstore. But in the back, it was like a hardcore gay video store. 
uh, like it was like a big thing in like in LA in the eighties, nineties. Is this a Tiger King tie-in thing? No, no. Oh, okay. But it was started okay. just checking by a guy West named Hollywood. I never could have guessed. No, well, it was story. So that. <laughs> it was started by a married couple, uh, Karen and Barry Mason. Barry Mason worked for. Um, he was a special effects guy. He did like special effects. He worked on on Star Trek, the original series, doing special effects for the show. And then the series ended and he was like looking for work. He's like, oh, hey, let's get into porn distribution. And then they bought this bookstore and then they, Stuck and then, cells. yeah, it was like this whole thing. I was like, dude, there's like a freaking Star Trek reference in everything. <laughs> I just thought it was like so random. That's Yet another funny. person unemployed and turned to porn. <laughs> hey, hey he, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Good. For, no, he didn't do the porn. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Yes, I, they sold yes, it. I knew that. I don't know about Phil. I didn't know which side of the camera he was on. This, you know. No, they just ran like a bookstore, but it was like a adult, like an adult store. Adult. Gotcha. Anyways, go watch the documentary. It's it's interesting um, about all that, but it just I thought it was it was an interesting Star Trek tie-in, mm-hmm. like random information. Anyways, and another interesting tidbit. I it, like how you said this was the longest yes, title ever. I decided to look it up. It is actually the longest Star Trek title ever yeah, produced for an episode. That's that's why I said that. Oh, I thought you were just talking about in general. It's the longest, like, I don't know. I thought you were like, oh the longest the episode longest ever. ever. I'm like, yeah, it felt like it was days long. It did. Hey, nobody cited the Constitution. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. I think that's going down as my worst episode ever. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's stay on this one for a little bit. Um, okay, so you okay? It all sucks. Um, <laughs> it starts off with like some missiles are fired at the Enterprise. They destroy those. Uh, Kirk. So this is all for the the teaser. Kirk goes down to um, sick bay, and Chapel's very upset. And I, I forgot to mention this. I. I feel like on the the female dress uniforms for this, the 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 Delta emblem is like creeping up, like it's like halfway off of her shirt. Have you guys noticed this? I did not notice this. If you look at it, like you know, on the men's shirts, the the Delta is solidly like over like the left uh, a peck, but mm-hmm. on the women's dresses, it's like halfway off the collar. It's like floating. It's just weird. I, I've never noticed it before, but I, I swear in, in this one, it's very dominant. It's like right in my face. Interesting. Anyways. Okay. He goes in there. Basically, she's pissed. Uh, McCoy says that he has uh, a terminal illness, xenopolycythemia, which there's no known cure for. So there actually is a disease called polycythemia. Um, it's not terminal. It's just a, like it has to do with your uh, red blood cells. Okay. But this is xenopolycythemia, so it means like it's it's an alien version, which is apparently it's gonna it's kill some space shit. Space disease. Space disease. Anyways, okay, he's got that. There, um, he's looking for a replacement. He says he has about a year. Now, the problem I have with this, so obviously this is not the whole plot of the of the episode, but as oh, the episode goes, through, it's elevated hemocrit. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, Paul, you know, Paul is more. Paul is me. Yeah. Okay. Um, as the episode goes on, like the second he tells people that he has this, he starts like coughing and wheezing and they're like, oh, are you okay? Are you dying right now? I'm like, dude, he says he has a year. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he was perfectly fine until he told people this, and now he's coughing and like hacking. They should have slapped a true. face mask on him and given him a bottle of hand sanitizer. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, especially now that Corona's going around, every cough, people kind of side eye like, do mm-hmm. you? Do you? You're like, oh, yeah. I. I have allergies. Oh, no, I, I sneeze. sneeze. Like, yeah, I'll sneeze. I've been rubbing my eyes. My eyes haven't stopped watering for three weeks straight now. So my it looks like somebody punched me in my left eye, and people are like, or my right eye, and people are like, "You okay? Why do you keep touching your eyes?" I'm like, "They're watering. They won't stop. I can't do anything." Seasonal allergies, bitch. It's horrible. Uh, so that totally tracks because he probably would have done that golf or whatever, anyways. But everybody's like, "Oh my god." Are you done? Is, is this it? Is this the time? It's just weird because then stuff like he gets hit by some alien pain laser and then everyone's like, oh, McCoy's still unconscious. Do you think he's he's in his weakened state? I'm like, dude, he told you 30 seconds ago. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, guys are already starting to dig his grave out back for him. Yeah. And he's yeah I totally understood. And he's like, don't tell anybody. I'm like, I wouldn't tell anybody either because people start treating you like a dying man. That's why I like that line in Picard where he's like the first person to treat me like a dying man is going to suffer my wrath kind of a thing. Piss me mm-hmm. off. Yeah. And he yeah, actually just, was like, it could happen at any moment. Piss me off. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I mean, I don't know. It was just, that kind of bothered me that that was just all of a sudden. Okay. Anyways. So they track these missiles back to where they came from and it's like an asteroid slash ship thing. It has its own power source. So they're like, let's just go beam aboard. We'll make a ship That's out of an cool. asteroid. That'll make and sense. Why not? And once again, none of the ship's sensors are worth diddly shit squat. Because they never can detect anything and then stuff pops out at them. I'm like, why? Almost, why do we have the sensors? Oh, we have incoming nuclear (laughs) missiles? What? Where'd those come from? Hmm. The Wessels. The Wessels. The Wessels. Yeah. They did say it's like an old nuclear drive and it's venting Hmm. radiation and shit. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, and you know, McCoy wants to go on the away team and Kirk's like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to go? Are you okay? Do you need like a, like a, you know, a baby proof this thing? Like he's like, fuck you, Kirk. You're, you're so fragile. Yeah. But you'll die, man. You'll die. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. I was expecting a rant like in Spock's brain, but you'll die, man. You'll die. You'll go out. You'll die. You'll die. You'll die. You'll, die. you'll, die. <laughs> so weak. Like, you, have the poly, you have the poly disease that I can't say. Xenopolysidemia. <laughs> The one with the the face hugger and the the poly. That, that's a xenomorph. <laughs> it's a polyamorous xenomorph. Uh, Multiple oh. loves. Multiple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they beam onto this thing and they're immediately attacked by some fantastic like uh, tapestry guys in tapestries. <laughs> oh man, do these guys! The fashion police want them bad. Like, it was some great flannel. It was almost like a flannel. Uh, I don't know what it was. Great hat too. Some I kind of crosshatch flannel or something. Yeah, it was weird. It had all these diagonal shapes on it, and like I would cosplay all these this. bright colors. It would be so easy to cosplay. You like you get a, like a whole section cut out, you know, f- for a head, and like some baggy pants. The, You'd have to find that material. Nobody sells that. Oh, it's you can like, find it. I don't know when flannel. when those cylinder things opened up from the ground and like droop, and no. people started jumping out. It was like clown car. I was like, oh, how many it people are they going to fit in these three cylinders? It was like fifty people coming out. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And then of course the second like you know the, the, there's a big fight and then McCoy pops up and sees this gorgeous woman. He's like, oh. he's like, oh gorgeous lady. And he it was like and then the he probably gets the crap beat out of him. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets the shit beat out. <laughs> they were holding their own until until. Uh, McCoy got all Twitter pated there. Yeah. He gave up real quick too. He's like, ah, well, okay. I surrender. Yeah. Well, he like, 
he fell in love in the span of like two seconds. Yeah, because he's course. dying. Isn't that natural? Yeah, because he's dying, of course. But on the plus side, she was surprisingly covered up for a female alien. Yeah, that's pretty Star graceful. She, you know, a little bit of midsection, kind of her, her shoulder. But, it, I mean... It wasn't like the uh, Jiffy Pop, like, uh, <laughs> crossover, barely holding everything together thing that we had in that one episode. That's like ten episodes you just described. Yeah, it's like you gotta be more. I'm thinking of this of the silver one. I don't know. It looked like uh, a thing, it looked like a thing. Uh, of, well, I always like, come back to the blue and green one from like episode like five of season one. I think, but I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't they all, know. They all run together. They all do run together. Um. All right. So they get taken down into their little society. They get to go see the head person. Of course, you know. I feel like every time someone is, um some alien pain thing. It's always the same sound effect. Uh, like they yeah. get, they get zapped by well, some like paint ray. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say everything in this uses the same sound effects. Like <laughs> they repeat season the sound three. We got to save money. Everything. Not budget, even that. Season budget, three, budget, budget. Season two did like that. Well, I mean that that's a lot of shows that just reuse a bunch of shit. Um, and to be fair, everything does. I was watching Endgame last week, Avengers Endgame, and I heard a Wilhelm scream in the middle of it. I'm like, do they not have the budget to make screams? Like that's <laughs> every movie. It's been around. I know that's what I'm years. saying. Like there's a there's a bunch of those sound effects that people are just like, this works. Blip. I think at this point they just put it in just to put it in for funsies because it works. They're it like, does oh, work. Blip. You recognized it. Yeah, and another I podcast I listened to called 20,000 Hertz did a whole episode. It's all about sound and sound design. Oh. And they did a whole episode on the Wilhelm scream and the history and background and why it's so effective and where it's been used and blah, blah, blah. It was really ah, fascinating. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. And how they how they recorded it and everything. It's like, huh, okay. Yeah, and that's one sound effect that's been around for like decades. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So. Um, okay, they wake up from their pain thing, they're fretting over over McCoy, Kirk tells Spock, and then just some random old man comes in from the, uh, you know, assisted living memory unit, yep. rambling about stuff. <laughs> um, he says he climbed a mountain, and he got hurt, and then he's like having pain in his head, um, and then he dies. This red hey, light hey, in his not, temple not before he gave the guy some weed. Yep. That's true. He did give him some herbs from his little bag. Herbal derivatives. And not not Mm. until he said the line. He's like, but the world is hollow and I have touched the sky. (gasps) He said it. He said the title of the thing. Uh, And then he dies. And then he dies. Yeah. You missed missed one of the best parts is the place that they are on is called Yonada. (laughs) I don't know why, but that name, it's fun to say. Yonada. Mm. It's It's like naming something Yo Mama. Yonada so fat. <laughs> did you see there's that meme? Oh, did did you send that meme? Yeah, I sent it to you guys. Yeah. Your mama's so, Your fat, mama's so fat, she outweighs, she outweighs the needs of the many. Of the many. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, good times. Uh, nerd humor. Mm-hmm. Nerds. Um, he dies. Add him to the kill count. Um, alien? You, On crew. Whatever you want to call him. Not crew. That's why we have a not crew section. Not crew. Because he is not crew. It's not a crew neck. It's not. It's not even a deep V. He's not crew. Cool. What okay. does that bring us up to? 
uh, for the not crew, that's 970 not crew for a total of an even number of 1,050, 1,050. Do you think we'll cross 1,000 not crew by the end of this? I was really, I was, oh, uh, yeah, I would think so. Like 30 more? I would hope so. (laughs) We get a a bunch of people in the wrong spot when something explodes. We can get like 15 easy, so. (laughs) Oh, well. I'm also not sure how many they kill in the animated series, so if we count that. Well, I I know we're not there yet, but technically a lot of people die in the next episode. Spoilers. Uh, Sorry. Well, 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 we will discuss the the merits of that when we uh, get to it. Yeah, true. I don't um, know. I was I was kind of hoping they didn't get the guidance system fixed and this thing slammed into the other planet because there's like 3.7 billion people there. <laughs> like, just, add that to the kill tracker. <laughs> what is wrong it's, with us? Why are we so eager to, just to rack up deaths? Because we're human. The only thing worth looking forward to in the original series <laughs> is 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 this like like single white women who love like true crime stuff? Like you know, IDTV. Is that what this is? I think it's deeper than that. Oh, this is like know. back to Roman gladiatorial combat. We just love carnage as human beings. Yeah. I don't. That's, that's my job. That's your I, job. I, I don't. You, no, your yours is to slowly watch people die. We're talking about carnage. We like carnage, <laughs> especially when it's Star I was more Trek of a based, venom person. Just than carnage. Like, they're gone. You don't see anything. That's true. I think my favorite deaths. See, we're getting sidetracked. My favorite deaths were on. The one a couple ago where where I think we had Heather on where he just um, the kids take over and he just beams people into space. Like, oh, yeah. Checking, they're still near the planet. I, I love what that is, one. Oh, they're just crap. gone. Just Wait, later. Would be, yep. You murdered some bitches. That was fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my favorite. Um, all right. So they they determined that this thing is on its course and it's going to slam into this planet. And then they found out that it's a ship and it has some kind of like AI control, God controlling it, who's promising that they're going to populate this world they're headed to. Why did they still think it was going to crash into the planet? Wouldn't it be able to slow down and like deposit the people on the planet? No, it didn't realize it was off course. Yeah. Malfunctioning computer system. Guidance how system. Did they know, how did they know it was off course? It was headed for a planet. That's what he said it was going for. No, it but it was script. <laughs> that's what i was trying to figure I out i don't know they were kind of like, talking about it at the end of the episode when they were in the computer control room and they were like oh well th- i thought they said that what the destination was supposed to be and they got because that's how they got it back on track they extrapolated maybe where it went off course i don't know well no yeah. but they didn't end up they didn't end up they're like oh we'll just come back around when it's like about to hit the planet remember that's why mccoy smirked because he's like we'll just come back around in like 390 days when this thing is going to well, right, but but at the end of the episode, they got it back on course. They averted it from the planet. Yeah, that is well, kind of a gray area. Well, because their their whole prophecy is that this thing will take them to a new planet and they'll have a life or something. Yeah. And then they have yeah. all this knowledge and stuff to we'll use. They'll be able to populate that planet. I guess that, that's a fair point. What if this thing was just going to go towards this planet and then s- slow down? I mean, I but there's no transports. I don't know how they would get there. Well, they did- they didn't have any clue what was on this thing. They couldn't scan it, as far as they yeah. can tell. And, and this thing the landing, I don't know. Like, because <laughs> this thing is actually ten thousand years old. They think that it's it's a planet. They don't. The people don't even know that it that it's a ship. Well, and that's what. I, but I mean, the people on the Enterprise just assumed this thing's going to go and crash into it, even after they found out it's a ship with a system and everything. I'm like, I kept waiting for the point mm-hmm. where they're like, oh no, that Darius Five or whatever they called it was. Mm-hmm. The, 
I, I kept waiting for that to be the planet they're supposed to go to and populate. It's just taking 10,000 years to get there or whatever. Mm, maybe. I, I mean, mean, I guess if this was a ship, it could have slowed down. We don't know because it because they're catching it before it got to its point. Yeah. I don't know. I, guess I was just a, the whole time. I was like, why yeah. are you assuming that that is a fair point? Now, if they yeah. diverted it to another planet that was yeah. uninhabited but capable of habitation, that's a different story. But like, I don't know. Like, yeah, obviously, know. the thing's design wouldn't be to slam into whatever planet it's coming to and just kill everything. Like, that's a long trip for a. Well, and it would <laughs> kill the people on the ship, too. Yeah. It's that's like, what I mean. oh, well, that sucks. Mm. Oops. It's one of those philosophical things people have talked about. If we ever got contact with alien life, what it would likely be like. And I don't know if you remember um, Independence Day where he's talking to his kid and he's like, I really don't think they flew 90,000 light years to like start a fight and get all rowdy. That's kind of what the assumption is, too, is like if we ever ran into alien beings who came here, it's a long ass way. You don't do that just to like nuke people off the face of a planet, typically, or something like that. But they did in the movie that you're referencing. They did. Yes, they they did. did. Today is our Independence Day. Well, that's it was a different story where their whole their whole civilization moved from planet to planet, consuming resources. That's a that's a galactus scenario. We gotta. Yeah, that's that's, that's the unlikely world. one. Like worst case scenario here. Yeah, but that's, no, that's War of the Worlds, and that's a bunch of other movies too. Because it's more interesting for movies, the philosophical concept that if we actually found aliens, it'd be more like Star Trek, where they come and they talk to us and they share information and they like, would want to be peaceful and try to yeah and try to understand. I I could honestly see it going either way because there's humans who would do the same thing. There's humans who would go and conquer and there's humans who would be make peace. So it depends whichever side of the alien coin we get. Yeah. It's more likely to make the journey for a reward than it is to just go and dominate something. I'm not saying it's impossible, but the philosophy, if you look up, it's only a long journey with our technology. What if they have superior technology where it's like a two minute drive? Yeah, like Transwarp or something where they can be there in a few minutes. Yeah, like the Borg, shithead. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Just like the Borg. Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, I don't know. Crappy episode. Asteroid Planet (laughs) Spaceship. Asteroid Planet Spaceship, (laughs) which is, by the way, which is the name of my uh, punk rock 80s cover band. Asteroid Planet Spaceship. Nice. Asteroid Planet Spaceship. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Nice discussion about the Prime Directive, which this is an interesting one. I'm like, by telling oh, them... Stop, stop, stop. Oh, was that me or you... That was him. Was, was okay, what? start again. You you glitched about the you whole thing. Oh. No, I was saying they have a nice discussion about the Prime Directive because this is an interesting implication of it. A, it's not really a planet. You could say they're not developing... And they're in immediate danger. So they're like, eh, it could violate it. It might not. But yeah, they kind of shot it down real fast. But I kind of like that they brought it up and they're like, prime directive problem. Yeah, at least they recognize <laughs> that, hey, yeah, there's a prime directive here, even though we're going to totally ignore it. Like, eh. We're going to mention it, but then completely ignore it. Which, to mm-hmm. be fair, happens here and there. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. That is fair. Especially on Voyager. Janeway finds ways. <laughs> It's a, it's more of a guideline than a rule, but a hard and fast. Well, then guidelines than actual. Rules. It's a suggestion, <laughs> interstellar suggestion, a recommendation. We just try. Um, well, even in even in some of the J.J. Abrams movies, didn't they lift out of the ocean in the Enterprise, like right next to a village? I think that was Star Trek Beyond, where they one, yeah. The well, they weren't one, supposed to be seen or something. This is I want to say it was the third one. cloak or something. Though, second right? one. 
That was in Interdarkness? I thought. I don't remember those ones very well, honestly. I saw them like once, maybe twice. I don't remember those ones very well. I kind of block them out. That was just one of the scenes that stuck with me is one of them gets in trouble and yeah, they weren't supposed to, they were underwater next to this village and weren't supposed to come up and then they're like, forget it, we have to save one life. And So it is like it's a suggestion. They're like, oh, it's this hard and fast rule we'll all die for. I'm like, no, you fucking won't. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. No. Well, I mean, uh, a Picard breaks it in season one with like, the whole Wesley Crusher is going to be put to death thing, which I, w- I would have been okay if he was put to death. Hey, be nice. Oh, no. We get to, to Wesley Crusher episodes. I will destroy him. Oh, yes, man. Yes, yes, Jeff. We know you hate children. All right. Well, we're never getting <laughs> Will Wheaton as a guest. <sighs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he, we are not on Will's Wheaton. Will, Will's Wheaton? <laughs> Will <laughs> Wheaton's radar. Not yet. We might we might after, be in like five years when we get to the next after generation. After you shit on his character enough, maybe. We will. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Hey, if we could ever get any cast member, I would be ecstatic. Oh yeah. I don't care who who it is. I'm putting it out there. Anybody who knows any a cast member from any Trek, welcome aboard. Even Will Wheaton. Speaking of Star Trek cast members, did you see who's starting their podcast? The Delta Flyers. Uh, yeah. Delta Flyers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. Uh, Robert Duncan McNeil and um, Garrett Wang are going to be doing a Voyager Watch podcast, which I'm I'm intrigued. I'm I'm curious. That seems to be the thing going around now because I know there's the Office one started where cast members are doing that one. Yeah, the West the West Wing one just finished off, and that had. Uh, one of the hosts was one of the characters uh, from like season four onward, Josh Molina, okay. Uh, okay. who came on the show later. But yeah, he was one of the co-hosts and they just finished a few months ago. Mm. No, yeah, but I've noticed that trend. I'm like, ah, crap, that we're going to be screwed because we can't provide something when you got real cast members watching it and talking about it. Like, <laughs> well, I, I would like to think people come to listen to us because they like us. Of our sparkling personalities. For some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, it's a different flavor. The People vs. Star Trek Voyager is a great Voyager recap podcast. And they have a little gimmicky thing, but it's really well produced and is a lot of fun to listen to. So it it just depends. There's a little bit of everything. Yeah, and you can listen to each of those podcasts on the exact same same episode and they might have completely different stuff. So Mm -hmm. And they they typically do. Yeah, so but stick with ours because we're we because we need it. We need it. No. Anyways, what's okay? Let's get through this one. Um, okay, <laughs> McCoy decides to stay because he's fallen in love because he only has a year left, and this thing is going to coincidentally going to crash into a planet in a year. But he's not telling anybody, which I think is kind of a dick move. He's like, "Hey, let's just stay here, and I love you, but I'm not going to mention that we're crashing anywhere." Yeah. Kirk and Spock go back to the ship. Um, but yeah, I totally cool. get that. I'm like, I get why he would stay, but you'd think he'd be like, okay, and now I'm going to be one of you guys. Like, he even lets them, quote unquote, implant this thing on him. Yeah, but part of them getting married really... to get the, mm-hmm. the punishment like, thing put in. I'm, I'm like, you're going to become one of these people and worship their stupid false god thing, and like, you're not going to tell them they're about to crash into a planet in a year. Like, mm-hmm. he's nope. just going to enjoy his year. Which I will not lie to, the fact that he tells her that he's got a year to live and she understands what a year means bothered me a little bit because I was expecting her to be like, how long is a year? Yeah, what's a year? Yeah, they don't have a sun. Unless it's I was, like an artificial? I, I kept yeah, expecting I it to be like Men one. in Black where he's like, you have a standard galactic week to respond. I'm like, how long is that? <laughs> oh, it's about 12 hours. 
Mm, <laughs> Universal Translator translates a, a year, Maybe. one Earth year. Did they even have the Universal Translators at this time, or is that something people kind of injected into TOS to make it make sense? They did. They did. They've mentioned them. Oh, they have? They? I don't remember any mention yes. of them so far. That's why I'm asking. I know the films. God, I'm, fuck, I don't remember now. <laughs> We're in too, too, too deep. I, I can't go back and, and remember this, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to say right. yes. Well, anyone listening, if you know the answer, post it up on our Twitter or something. Tell me what it is, because I'm curious if the Universal Translator is supposed to work if that way. If anyone's listening. if any, Okay, Dad, if you know this answer, <laughs> <laughs> tell me. <laughs> um, we have like three yeah, other people who listen all the time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, okay, so McCoy becomes one of them. She shows him this magic book, which ironically is the same prop used from the, um, it's the magic mobs of the 1920s book. Oh, it's, it's the same book. Of course it is, where they recycled it. Yep. Uh, so she pushes on this monolith with, with the stars. The book opens, talk, tells them some stuff. Um, Kirk and Spock go back. They talk to a Commodore. He says, not your problem. We'll, we'll handle it. McCoy calls them and says, hey, there's a book. We can fix this. And he gets knocked out with the pain thingamadoogie. Yeah. Well, not to mention that they call Starfleet Command and com- Command's like, eh, forget about it. Like a thing no, is going said, to crash into a planet and they're like, yeah, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they said, we will take care of it. It's not the Enterprise's problem anymore. Which yeah, which means there's a pie going to blow it up. Um, okay, so Basically, they that's tell, what I thought too. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to they, like five ships and just blast it. <laughs> that's probably what I would do. Um, Kirk and Spock come back. They very easily take the thing out of McCoy's head, which was like... yeah. <laughs> they make this whole thing about how it's done. Once it's done, it's done, and you can't like reverse it. And they just were like, "Whoop, take this thing out." Yeah. And I don't know what <laughs> Phil just did. He freaked out. <laughs> he did. On, the, to, like, a like a bat moth or something in here. I don't know. <laughs> I saw you like flailing around. <laughs> just flew past my head. <laughs> oh, God, that was amazing. I'm so. <gasps> I was trying to keep going Mothman. too. Jeff, Mothman Jeff broke immediately, and I'm like, keep talking, keep talking about things. Fuck that I don't. This is okay. If if no one has has noticed with our show, we are very like stream of consciousness. I don't edit a lot out. Unless it's really, really bad. <laughs> so we just keep we just keep going. Anyway, um What was I saying? Um, no. <laughs> um oh, the took implant. the thing out of his head. They made it seem like the implant was supposed to be like permanent and cannot be removed and must be in at all well, times. Then yeah, with, with they showed their up and they're technology. just like and then they're like, Oh, just let me unclip that. Bloop. Like <laughs> Well, it's with their technology, they they couldn't do it. And then they so he takes it out of McCoy and then McCoy uses the same thing and takes it out of I don't, does she, what is her name? The the yeah. head. Natira. Uh, um, she, she, Natira. Uh, What's her name? Yeah, the the Fabrini is the is the people, Natira. and it was yeah. Natira on the Yonada. Because <laughs> <Gesundheit. laughs> um, we're just gonna let <laughs> Phil do it. <laughs> Phil is in the middle of murdering. Phil is being attacked Fabrini. by the Mothman. Um, if anyone. Mothra is get it. Mothra has taken Phil. Warning, Mothra has taken Phil. Well, uh, we're down a co-host. If anyone wants to apply to be our, our next co-host, please, this, please. This, the stupid thing keeps flying behind my Lego stuff, so I can't just go smash my hand through it. Oh, yeah, you could. Just take out your yeah. Legos. For real? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you got, you got back, time. Sir. You're in oh, quarantine. You got time uh, to rebuild. Yeah, yeah rebuild 100,000 Legos sitting here on my shelf. 
Yeah, while you're watching your Star Trek episodes. So on Mondays. Mondays. On Monday afternoons. Late afternoon. You got about 700 hours still to go, so you'll be fine. (laughs) Um, That's what I do for my ER watch through. (laughs) Watch that one building Lego. There you go. Okay, they take it out of her head. Um, the computer freaks out, turns on the uh, red light filter, and the heat um, tries to sweat them out. They figure out how to get the book. They get access to the controls. They fix the controls, and now she is like, oh, I don't know what to tell my people, but then she gave them the med- – and oh, Spock goes, oh, they have quite a large medical library in their like computer banks. Let's download mm-hmm. that right now and save McCoy. But uh, it's like a full house episode. Everything's fine at the end. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least they wrapped it up. Half the time they're just like, and we're getting back on our ship and away we go. Well, they have to because like, they can't kill McCoy. Well, they, they, well, they but I mean, nah. like you said, they did at least get the Yonata going where it was supposed to go. And like there was some resolution to it. But yeah. They fixed him. They fixed McCoy. Everything's back to normal, and then they're on their way. That's it. That's that was, that's how the episode ends. That was one I was wondering. I'm like, they gave him a year. I was like, I would be kind of surprised if they actually let him keep the xenopolymorphia all the way through to like xenopolysithemia. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of that non-medical was... person are you? You can't say that. Play D and D polymorph. <laughs> Xeno, I was like Morph. Morph was, if you ever watched the X-Men animated sh- show from the 90s, Morph was my favorite. He was good, but the one that they had in Exiles later wasn't on no, the show. I, it was I a different care. one. I don't care. They make, they make him into a white amorphous blob that can like this change is, into any shape. It was pretty cool. This is so. me not caring. Yeah, I know. That's, that's your normal <laughs> face. There's See, Jeff's some, normal face. Some people have <laughs> RBF. I have uh, and resting, resting board face. Resting, no, not resting, not caring face. Borg face. <laughs> Borg face. Is that, that sounds Swedish. Um, okay, that's the episode. We have one death. I don't uh, know. I do like IKEA. <laughs> no, okay. Nothing. That's that's how the Borg take over. Is one Borg, shitty Borg, Borg. bookshelf at a time at a time falling over on somebody? Oh, look, we got another one. <laughs> damn it! They're all building bookcases. Damn it! Your building is futile. Dude, is IKEA open right now? No. Anyways, got, okay, let's let's be making this one a up. killing if they were. I'm sure uh, they're doing drop-offs but... at least online sales and drop-offs. But... Uh, I don't know. Um, okay, David, what's your take? Your your wrap up on this one and your score and your do you have an alternate title? Um, do we do that anymore? I don't even know. No, we do. We do. do uh, the problem is, it's been it's the the titles have been so ridiculous. It's hard for me to come up with anything more ridiculous than its <laughs> title. Than the actual titles. In order to do this, but um, like I, I think my alternate title for this one would be the Enterprise saves a bunch of people for no reason. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> they were headed to a planet, they just headed them to another planet. Yay! Everything's yeah. fixed. Okay, we're good. Um, I I mean I'd, I'd probably rate this one about a four on the Devo meter. It. It's okay. not the worst. Like I said, it's not. The, there was no uh, American flag, no constitution being quoted. Communist. No, no Alice Rabbit coming running out of the woods for no reason. <laughs> like, well, whatever. It, it was very it low was, standards. It was relatively ridiculous, but it was not the most ridiculous we have seen. So I like that there's like a sliding scale of Star Trek ridiculousness. Oh yeah, there wasn't when we started, but we're in season three, man. There is a scale. We are knee deep. In ridiculousness. 
but oh yeah that's that's kind of where i land i mean it wasn't terrible but it was terrible like it was (laughs) (laughs) it's it is a sliding scale it definitely is uh phil what's your uh how many groans are are you going to give this one how high does my scale go well, let's keep it simple. From, let's say from, five, uh, to, five, five groans. Okay, I'll only give it like six or seven then. It's okay. it's <laughs> crap, absolutely just craptastic. Is this in your close to your like worst so far? Oh yeah, it's probably it's bottom ten for sure. Maybe bottom five. I don't Again, know. we still have like there's some that are there's go. some that are so bad it, they just all like get lumped together at I the bottom. Say, I, think, I think you said that like twelve episodes are in your bottom five. So I'm very curious when we finish this what your bottom five is actually going to be. It's Common Core, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> math <laughs> is math. And graphs and stuff to when we finish uh, this, Phil's going to have like like a bottom seventy. It's not going to look like a bell curve of like, okay, here's the crappy ones, and then most of them are okay, and then it goes down. No, it's just going to be like, it's going to be a near <laughs> right hand angle. These are terrible. Here's the two I liked. <laughs> I think like is a hard. Uh, it that that's a lot of commitment for Phil to say that he likes any of these. I think he tolerates some. I would say there's been at least one or two he has said We've he had liked. Several that I've said I've liked. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, when, when we do our, our TOS recap, we can go. Oh, I, you're going to make me remember all these. Oh crap. Yes. Oh yeah. We'll, know it's for the we'll just, one. we'll just take all the, all the, uh, the clips from every episode and just do a, uh, a, a, uh, a big, that's just a cut of, uh, 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 okay. That one's all right. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Well, that's like work. I'm not doing <laughs> that. Just a sweet cut should. of everything. Take no. all of his groans and make the Star Trek theme song out of it. Oh, I bet you we could. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's like effort, and I'm I'm not doing that. As if you do not have time. Come Dude, on, we could we could pay somebody. I'm still working. Twenty bucks to do it. I bet. Unlike some people, I am still employed. I'm gone for eight hours a day. I physically have to leave my home. Oh well, there's that. I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> On the plus side, I can go to McDonald's and get a free cholesterol meal. Yay me. What? Free McDonald's? Yeah, they're giving free yeah, McDonald's. For front lines. To like, although I, I am not on the front lines, I'm, but I'm a healthcare worker. So. Front line you just, workers. You just flash your little you flash yeah. your ID at them, and they're like, yeah, we got you. It's like um, Wayne's World when they have those VIP backstage passes, and they're like, uh-huh. hold up your pass. Backstage pass. pass. VIP. 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 That's, that's, that's what it's like. <laughs> I just like the idea of, I work in the health industry. Give me the least healthy things on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Double, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a, I don't know. It, their intentions fuel are good. Fuel yeah, I, I'm fuel just, is fuel yeah, for the I'm, body. Dude, not to say I, dude, I still went to Popeye's and got a spicy chicken sandwich for lunch. So I'm a fat piece of shit. So <laughs> I am not one to talk. That is the funny thing. I see a lot of people who are like, I'm gaining weight under quarantine. I'm like, I'm not because I'm not eating all the shitty food that I used to go out and get from fast food places. The stuff I'm making in my house, I can eat snack cakes all day long and I'm still doing better than what I was doing. <laughs> That's my I'm thing. I'm like, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, where's my Cheez-Its? <laughs> like is it, is it 9 a.m is it 2 p.m uh, i don't know it's time for my 9 a.m cheese it's that's right <laughs> the champions if i can find a mountain dew and wash it down oh, i'm God. trying to not drink as much i mean i still work but like on the weekends when i'm just home in my apartment like for two days straight i'm like okay don't eat don't drink just 
Don't move. Just don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> totally sedentary. <laughs> Which is super healthy, by the way, to be completely sedentary. Can't believe you See, were I'll... one of the 40,000 people out on the beaches in Newport last weekend. Uh... Running the beach or whatever, wherever it was. Yeah. Just be smart, people. Be uh... smart. Um, and watch See, I'll probably lose weight, but half of my liver will be gone. <laughs> You're going to lose weight when they have to dissect half of your liver. Excise half of your liver. <laughs> well, this part's not working. <laughs> oh, look at all the curses out, in toss here. Toss that part. Toss this. Uh, all right, let's wrap this one up. Um, so we, so our people can can move on with their their lives. Lives. Um, okay, let's do. Um, okay, you guys, all this crap episode. No one liked it. No. I, I thought it was okay. It's 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 okay. Yeah. This was tolerable. Why are you trying it's... to lie to us, Jeff? Don't lie to us. Uh, considering some of the ones that are coming up, this was okay. Well, I don't know what ones are coming up. Don't look to the I didn't like Spectre of the Gun. I did not like that episode. I thought this was better than Spectre of the Gun. All right, that's awkward fair. silence. Uh, that's fair. No, that's <laughs> fair. fair. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's... Um, okay, no one liked it. Uh, David, do our thing. All right, check out our website at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all our social medias as well as some other fun stuff. Uh, also, wherever you found this, it is a place where pods are being casted and we're on it. So give us a five-star rating and review or just a five-star rating. We'll settle for that. But please talk to us, please. We're getting tired of talking to each other. We want to talk to new people. So I talk yeah. to people. Um, yeah, okay, that's Mr. It for... I get to go outside. I talk to dead people. I see dead people. No. Oh God, that's no. I swear I'm a, I'm a good person at my job. I swear I'm a decent human being. I promise. All right. That's that's enough on this one. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Later.